Hello friend, and welcome. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you for joining for episode 3. Today, we're going to be talking about an interesting topic, which is dad guilt. Now, I'm sure you'll have heard of mum guilt, and possibly even the broadly termed parenting guilt. But today we're going to focus directly on the dad. And this question came about from a Instagram post on my Instagram page, which is the Dad Life Coach. And please do go and follow and uh, communicate with me on there. And it was a Ask Me Anything post. And one of my followers asked the question, about dealing with dad guilt and it was when you've had a bad day do you feel guilty and I was a little bit taken aback by this but in short yeah of course I do and of course I have bad days bad weeks perhaps so today this episode is focused on what guilt is some learning around what we can do to deal with that and you know a safe environment to talk so without further ado this is episode three i'm your host gavin clark please get comfortable because this is the safe place Let me take you back to the early days of when I became a dad and what that was like, Um, but also the differences between returning to work for uh, a dad or or a partner and for the mother. Now, my wife returned to to work after maternity leave, and I remember it pretty well. And suddenly there was this conversation that was brought about, and it was all about mum guilt, the guilt of leaving your child, how a mum will feel like they are neglecting their child, that... They've abandoned them. All sorts of um, emotive words were being used. And I just remember I, I completely understood that. And obviously that's not because I'm a mum. You, know, you might be able to tell from my tremendous mo if you follow me on, on Instagram or Facebook. And of course... You can also probably tell um, by the deep tone of my voice. You know, I'm I'm a man, and I've always been a man. So, how could I understand that? Why would I? It's mum guilt, and really, it's quite simple. I'm a dad, 
And from two weeks old, I had to leave my son and wife at home and go out back to work. And it's an odd experience that, in that there's the sense of I'm free because actually it's tough it's a difficult time that first well it it, it can all be difficult at times <laughs> but certainly that first few weeks um, and probably the first couple of months really they're tough you know you, you, you're not getting much sleep um, you're constantly second guessing yourself and particularly as a dad there's not that much that you can do because obviously the the keeping the the child alive um is predominantly down to the mum um particularly when it's uh, a case of breastfeeding and I remember thinking, uh, as I left the house the first time, a kind of, kind of a sense of relief, of, of I'm free. And then almost instantly this huge pang of guilt. And then there's all the other things to feel guilty about as a dad. There's the questions of, Am I providing well enough for my family? The extra pressure that you get as you go out and try and um, bring home the bacon, to use the the older term and fairly Amer- Americanized term. And really, that's what it boils down to. So yes, I'm a dad. And I felt, and still feel, guilt. So let's let's unwrap this a little bit. I mean, why do we feel guilt? What do we do with it? Is it bad? And quite frankly, what is it? It's a funny thing, isn't it? We, we have a lot of these words, and they're very emotive. But actually, what what is guilt? And really, the term guilt refers to um, an emotion where you might feel responsible for uh, an action or indeed for inaction that is perceived as having negative results. And yeah, this is... There is a couple of critical words in there, isn't there? There's action or inaction. So it can be as much that you've done something or that you haven't done something. So in the case of the mum guilt, it's largely the inaction, isn't it? It's the not, not being there and looking after your child, but instead going back to work and and or whatever scenario you might be be in and you know being a modern day parent 
And then I think the interesting one for me is the, the word perceived. So does that mean that it's all in our head? Well, yeah, of course it does. Kind of everything is, isn't it? But that doesn't mean that it's not real. So if the guilt is something then that we perceive and it's where you're feeling responsible for doing something or for not being able to do something, then how can that then relate to parenting and in particular being a dad? And I think one of the biggest changes that I've observed is where we are now in parenting is somewhat different to the expectation looking back even a even a decade I would say um and really that expectation and I think that's an expectation that we have of ourselves is that we want to be more involved and particularly I think having been through the COVID pandemic obviously we're still going through that now and you know hopefully everyone's come through that reasonably unscathed but I'm I got to spend a lot more time with my family because I wasn't traveling for work I wasn't having to do uh, an hour hour and a half each way to get to work and back um, and I was at home and you, you just are naturally then in more of a unit than perhaps you might have been a decade, two decades, whatever ago and then you've got this change that has definitely taken taken place um and i've seen it within some of my own friends where you know mums and in fact my own mother was was like this and that she had her own career um and was very successful in in that career and that is more commonplace now than it i think has ever been and rightly so in that everybody should have the opportunity to to uh improve themselves and to be able to go out and and do something that they love and i think that then means that as a balance of household the stereotypical i'm a dad therefore i'm the breadwinner and or i'm a mum therefore i'm the one that stays home and looks after the kids i think that's if not completely gone because i'm sure there are many families out there that are still um in that mindset and, and that's that's fair enough if that's what works for you then then go for it but what i've observed through my own 
life and, and through my own network of friends and, and colleagues, etc., is that that dynamic has has shifted. And with that brings some fantastic positives in that you are able to be more present um, and that you seek out a much better balance between work and life or work life and and family life uh, is probably more more apt but what that also brings are some of these potentially more negative feelings around not being there enough and that is definitely something that i've felt i mean looking back to when i went back into work it was two weeks in so my two weeks paternity leave which let's be honest is nowhere near enough um i mean you look at some of the countries around around the world you know you're, you're talking months um of statutory paternity leave whereas in the uk we've got weeks and you do see some companies that you know the, the kind of big tech companies in particular uh, that seem to be doing much better much better in that space excuse me but still mine was two weeks and two weeks is nothing really you've got this tiny little baby and if you're anything like me you've got very little clue about what you're doing so you already feel guilty that you're rubbish at, at being a dad. You've got a wife that has been through major surgery in, in a C-section. And you're back to work. And look, there is that sense of relief. Of course there is, because it's a really difficult time and yeah it doesn't take much to go and and look into the 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 research around postnatal depression um, and the impacts that that can have and i think that tells some of the story around how how troubling that period can be But I was going back to work and, you know, I was just, I just remember thinking that, you know, I'd started a new job probably three months prior to that, something like that anyway. And it was within the same company, so it wasn't a big, a big kind of move in that sense, but it was an important move because it meant that I was earning more money. And that drive to earn more money wasn't really for anything apart from that I was panicked about not being able to provide for my family. And 
that comes from the social stereotype of the dad being the key breadwinner. And that's, in some senses, that's okay. You know, if that if that is the the dynamic that you choose to to have, then then cool. But what can become tricky is that it then means that people think they should have more. And I think a lot of this comes down to social media and the availability of people's wins on different platforms. And just to be clear, social media is a a great place as much as it is anything else. But we have to acknowledge that in the past 10 years, pretty much, we've gone from everybody being on Hotmail or MSN chat to now certainly the vast majority of people that I come across have got some form of social media presence and that will either be through Instagram or Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, etc. And we just have to acknowledge that that in itself can create a sense that everyone's doing better than me. So if you throw something, if you throw someone in that is a new dad in particular, just going back to work, two weeks in after having their first child through a delivery that may well have ended up with um, a C-section or or, or other types of, of intervention. Put all that together, and yes, it's a sense of relief of going out of the house, but also there is this overwhelming feeling of guilt. And that's just after two weeks. So you then think about if that carries on through the next few years or even the next couple of decades, where on earth are we going to end up? It's kind of scary thinking about it. I I look on, on social media at different people's pages and one of the one of the main drivers behind me doing coaching for dads in particular is that it's a really really tough experience and particularly in that that part of going back um to work and trying to find that balance between going and and the mindset of earning money for your family so that you can be like these people on on Instagram that have 
what look like incredible lives to understanding what matters. And let's be honest here, what matters is experiencing time with your family, of creating memories that are happy, full of joy, and that you, are things that you can look back on and and smile about. Whereas the possible alternative to that is that you get into a cycle of just being the working dad. And all you do is work. You might go on a holiday once a year with your with your family. But then you're still thinking about work because you know that when you get back you've got a flood of emails to answer or you've got loads of work to catch up on or you will then have to have to um, yeah, reignite different projects etc that you might be working on. But that's that's not what life is. Work is work is great. You know, we all get something out of work. And again, my own experience is that I had a child when I was older than my parents did, as an example. So being further on in my career, I think probably has a has a difference um, to the experiences that my parents would have gone through. And I mean, my my brother's even older, and he's so he had his first child um, quite a few years actually uh, older than than I did, and all these things just just kind of put into our minds that we have to do everything, but actually, it's about being able to understand what is important to you and what matters to you understanding why it matters and choosing to focus on that and I know it sounds really simple and yeah it kind of is in some ways kind of isn't in others but that's what it boils down to it's ultimately the choices that we have to actively make to be what we and who we want to be And thinking back to the question that I was asked on Instagram, this came from someone that has a kind of toddler-aged child. And I know where some of this question came from. And I know that part of it will come from not being able to be around as much as, as, much as wanted as much as desired and then you've got that dynamic of if you are if you are able to then be around it has to be the best time ever it has to be the instagram story it has to be the the highlight reel and every every time that doesn't come true you feel like you failed and I'm here to tell you 
You haven't. Yes. Your child will cry. Yes. They might throw a tantrum. In fact, they probably will. So what? I know. Big, big old statement. So what? But really, so what? That is a moment in time. And what we have to try and do is reframe our thoughts so that those moments aren't what we focus on. And there's one thing that uh, I I think is quite useful uh, in order to do that. And it's a three-step principle. So if you are one of the one of these parents, whether it be being a dad or 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 being a mum, and you are going through a time where you're getting frustrated and feeling guilty because the time that you do have with your child or children, you are either not fully in the room with them or it's all gone wrong um, as you perceive it then what I want you to do is just stop for a second and I want you to identify the emotions that you've got going on okay so that's step one write a visual list in your head of the emotions that you've got going on are you angry? Are you frustrated? Sad? Are you um, feeling guilty? You know, what What is it that you're feeling in that moment? And then step two, what I want you to then do is I want you to identify the truths, um, or as I like to think of it, the reality of the situation. So what what is actually going on? What is actually happening? So that's not the emotion, that's the simple, cold, hard reality. The cold, hard truth. And then you've got a list with two columns in, haven't you? First one is, is the emotions. Second one is the truths, or the reality. And now you know what's happening. You come to the third step. And your third step in this is then choosing based on the information that you've got. So that's the emotions that are there and the separate truths. And based on that, you can then choose how you react. So you can take back control of that situation. It is within your gift to react in an angry way. It is within your gift to feel guilty. It is within your gift to be grumpy or upset or sad or whatever emotions you might be feeling. But it's also within your gift to turn it into a game. 
it's also within your gift to smile. It's also within your gift to be happy. And that's the choice that I want you to be making. I want you to identify the emotion, identify the truths, and then choose based on your knowledge of the situation, how you're then going to react. And look, this isn't something that you can click your fingers and suddenly you are sorted and you can react um, amazingly to every single situation. And you know, this is why there are people that can coach you and, and help you get to where you want to get to. But just use that really, really simple, actually pretty quick three-step method next time you're in that situation. Give yourself that opportunity. And maybe, just maybe, all of us can start to feel less guilty. Because within, within that, what we can also start to realise is that if something's gone wrong and your time is limited, it isn't the end of the world and it isn't something you need to feel guilty about. If something has developed into a, a meltdown, and look, we all, we all have them. <laughs> whether it be a three-year-old or a 30-year-old, we all have moments where everything gets a bit much. But we, as adults in particular, are able to control that and make a choice as to what we do next. And I think that also covers the limited time that you might have. And the reality of the world is that money is something that we all need a certain amount of because everything costs money. <laughs> but actually, does it? Okay, so the house that you live in, of course that does. The car that you might drive course that does but going out and playing in the park or going out and playing in in your back garden if you've got one that doesn't but we all do need a certain amount of money to be able to survive and it's nice to have a bit extra to be able to do other interesting things and go to different places i appreciate that But you should never, ever, ever feel guilty that you have not got enough. Comparing yourself to someone that's an Instagram model or comparing yourself to someone that is 
yeah that's just had the breaks in life and just has made fortunes well why why compare yourself comparing yourself to your mate well why compare yourself so if you look at Instagram and, and you see lots of happy people then great they're happy but just remember that's a moment in time and it's not reflective of of the whole life we all tend to put the best of our lives on social media because that's that's the things that we want to celebrate but the reality is that everybody has days where things aren't great everybody has times where they're frustrated or annoyed or or even just don't know what they want to do and I certainly have more days that are low mood than I do anything else and that's that's much of my life I've lots of experiences of pain that's just part of life and I do try and talk about that on social media but at the same time a lot of the things that you might see will be the positives so just when you find yourself comparing use that three step method what are the emotions that you're feeling what's the truth of the scenario and then choose how you're going to react so on today's episode we've covered dad guilt what guilt is and I've also given you a, a method that you can use in your everyday life to react in a different way than you might have done before and if you want to find out more then you know go onto my instagram uh, the dad life coach drop me a message i'm more than happy to uh, to have a chat and I'm, i i love having conversations with people uh, particularly if i can if i can help and I'd be so grateful if you would be so incredibly kind as to share the podcast. Uh, if you could give it a give it a star rating, um, then that would be equally amazing. Um, and just to help get this out to to more people. But also, if if there are topics that you would want me to cover, then write in. Um, I'm always happy to to take on ideas and help uh, develop those out and equally if you would like to come on to the podcast to talk about something then give me a shout and we'll try and try and sort that out Yay! so that was episode three thank you so much for listening if you want to follow me on instagram my pages at the dad life coach 
uh, equally on Facebook if you search for me uh, on there and you can also find me on Twitter although Facebook and Instagram are my main ones I would be so grateful if you could take the time to share uh, this podcast and also if you give it a star rating and give me any feedback that you've got um, more than more than happy to hear and would love to hear uh, whatever you uh, think of it thanks though for today and I look forward to speaking to you on episode 4 bye bye